With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, so today is uh, February 16th, 2015, and we've got an annual communication session with your family. So who first? I'd like to call in Zip first. Okay, very good. So zip, please. I've got his photo up. Okay, so I've got him here. He says, I'm doing fine. He says, I'm still flashy. <laughs> good looking. All right, cool. Um, he says, where are you, Barb? Let me ask what he's talking about. Um, he just shows me distance between you and him. Let me ask what's that in reference to. He misses you. He doesn't feel that he's seeing you enough. Does this have to do with you being weather-bound or something, Barb? Uh, yes, the cold weather and my shoulder hurts terribly, so I'm not spending as much time outside with him and okay. grooming as much as I would like to. <laughs> I apologize okay. for that. He understands. It's just He says you can bring me an apple. Um, he just misses, well, he misses you, but he misses the engagement with you, even something as simple as you offering him a treat. And you know, the average person might think, oh, it's, the horse wants a treat, the horse wants an apple, but it's more about the entire sequence of you gifting him something. That's, so it's not just the apple, it's the engagement of you and him in that action. Um, so little tiny things like that create pleasure, he says, for him. Okay. Um, he looks forward to taking for you for a ride when it's summertime. Mm, me too. <laughs> um by the way, he mentions to you he feels that you stretching the upper back shoulder blades on the left and right side of your body would have, okay, of course, you always, even though he's giving you advice, you want to check with the yeah. doctor here. Um, but he, wa- he thinks that this would create greater ease in the tightness that's going on in your shoulder. Oh, okay. Yeah. He says, I know my body, I know my back. He says, I know your body and your back, too. So, yeah, the upper <laughs> shoulder blades, upper part of your back. Um, he just is, is a part of the shoulder. It's not the shoulder only. Okay. Um, what question? You go you ahead and finish. I just want to know basically how he really is feeling after the surgery itself. Okay. Surgery for colic or for something else? He had an erectomy on his front feet. Okay. So, Zip, how about that? The surgery related to your front feet. He says better. There's great relief there. He's walking better, too. He feels that's very visible to the humans. He tells me he's got better balance on both his hind feet as well as his front feet. He's He was staggering at one point. Um, prior to the, He says, yes, I was walking uneven. That's what he's referring to as staggering in mm-hmm. the front legs prior to the surgery. So how about now? Um, he says, I'm walking much more even. So the decrease of pain has been quite significant for him as a result of the surgical procedure. He says it was worth doing, even though it was very pricey for you and very time-intensive. It was very time-intensive with him, his poor body standing in a stall for a month. <laughs> he uh, was not happy about that, but yeah. he wanted to fix him. So, Okay, yeah. um, I do have another question for him. Okay. Um, I'm hoping that 
he can enlighten me on the trailer episode that we had coming, well, going to the clinic for surgery and then coming home and getting off the trailer. Um, okay. So I know something, I know what scared him, but I want him to know that that wasn't me and it would never happen again, and I hope that he can have the trust back in us to trailer again. Yes, um, he's just showing me something from behind spooked him. This is specifically going into the trailer. Uh, feels like going out for the, for the surgical procedure, for the trip itself, trip out. Okay, so she will take care of you, Zip, in the future. And, and you know, that was just a, a random, was it a random thing or was it somebody else's doing my, bar? Well, my girlfriend actually, as I was unloading him, slammed the head door and it scared the heck out of him. Okay. And he flew off the trailer. Then when we picked him up, coming home from surgery, he was hesitant to get in the trailer. He got in. We got home. It was fine. When I went to unload, he flipped out and just didn't want to get off the trailer. And then I, we finally did get him off, but I was concerned because he had just, you know, he did never have a trailer problem. But when she slammed that door, it imprinted something in his head, it seemed. Okay, okay. So let me be clear with him. So, Zip, when you were getting off initially, she closed the door. Her, her friend closed the door. Um, so her friend, you know, made a choice in that moment, not in the, for the intention of spooking you, which did occur. However, I want you to know it wasn't Barb herself, and Barb would never allow that, and she'll be careful that any friend she's with in the future to assure them that that isn't something that they are to do. So if you could let that go, is that a possibility, or do you want to hang on to that memory? He says, I don't want to hang on to the memory. It's not a pleasant memory. Okay, what do you need to know about that memory in order to release it then? He says, I guess I need to give Barb credit. Um, apparently you were miffed. Um, you were you were angry at your friend, not at Zip. Very angry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so he senses that from you. And so I'm going to let him know that the anger that you had there was um, out of concern for you, Zip, and the fact that the whole situation happened with the door creating noise, etc. So do you see how your person actually, in hindsight, advocated for you? And now in the future, she'll be proactive and advocate in preventing that you know, same scenario again in the future. But does that help you relax at all, knowing she will do that and be there for you? He says it does. So any other support you need? I'm going to show you the image of walking onto the trailer and exiting off the trailer in the flawless ways you've been doing all up to that, uh, up to that episode. And if you could return doing that, that would be easy for you and easy for Barb. He says, I'll do that. He shows me himself shaking it off, like literally like a dog shakes their coat with water. Do you feel okay. better? He says, yes. Is there anything else she needs to do to support you? He says, check the doors first. Make sure everything is adhered so doors don't close accidentally on their own. Okay, so doors typically don't without humans, but she can do that. So, um, Barb, you know, before you get him off the trailer, Ask him to tune into you, and what that looks like is you get out of the driver's seat and you just call his name out loud or in your head. Say, Zip, I'm going to check the doors now and make sure everything's secure and you know enclosed uh, before I start the process of letting you out of your trailer. That way you know I'm purposely taking time out to check for everything so you can relax knowing that job is already done. It feels like that scenario will help him. And then eventually well, that can probably fall by the wayside after he's backing out again. Okay. Well, that helps me. Um, just don't want any more episodes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I have one other question for him. Um, he has a tendency to spook at kind of nothing, and it's usually from the back end, like there's a ghost behind him. 
and it's not all the time, um, but it's occasional, and it it's, it startles me when he does it, and of course whoever else is around him because you're not expecting it, and there's nothing that's there that's making it happen. Okay. I don't know if his eyesight is yeah, not right. <clears throat> all right, so Zip, you tell me what's going on there. He's afraid there's going to be something back there. Okay, so can I look out through your eyes? Says that's fine. Left eye comes through nice and clear, distance as well as close up. Right eye, distance is good. Close up, there's a little, there's a small, it's tiny, it's it's very tiny, but there is a small section out of, I feel, the right eye. And, yes, sometimes my left and right's rights and left comes through totally mixed up. But I'm being told by him there is, I'm being told, the back right side is the side he tends to spook more on. So pay attention to what side he speaks more, more on because that is the side that is um, on the same side of the eye that has a little bit of a darkened area where it's like he's not able to, when he looks from that right eyeball out behind him, lifts his head to look behind towards his hindquarters area, he has a small gap of space where he cannot see anything. He can see, I mean, if, I was, if his eyeball was a clock, <coughs> then mm-hmm. the vision is basically nothing, dark, at between 4, 5, and 5, 5, and 6 p.m., but the rest of the clock, he has perfect vision. So it's most of the eyeball is just fine. Okay. So I'm going to let him know that um, your person is your advocate. She would never put you in harm's way. Does that help you at all to know that she's always got an extra set of eyes herself and she's looking out for you? He says, yes, but when I spook, I don't spook on purpose. I spook because I'm in reaction mode. Okay. Is there some way we can offer you extra vision in the area where you're lacking it energetically? He says, yes, Truth Universe, how can we do this for this horse? Okay, ask him to actually turn his head and look more. What he's doing, he's lifting his head, thinks he sees something, and, and I see him like moving forward very quickly, like almost like mm-hmm. jumping forward. So if you were to turn your head more than just see it and spook forward then you could actually get a good look of what's back there. And then you could see there's nothing. <laughs> Virtually nothing. <laughs> yeah, okay. Cause you're first, <laughs> Unless there is a ghost that we don't know about. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, yeah, so I'm going to just offer him that as something he can do, a new action you can do for yourself, Zip. Actually turn your head even more and get a good look. Because if he turns his head more, he's going to be able to see more mm-hmm. of the, the good part of that eyeball. Is there anything okay. else going on related to that that I'm missing, Zip? What am I missing? He says nothing. You're not missing anything. Okay. I don't right. get this as body-related, not pain-related. It's not like he's got suddenly, you know, a jab of, a, you know, discomfort in one side. Um, mm-hmm. It feels like this can happen with a saddle on or with a saddle off. It doesn't seem to matter. Um, what – he calms down pretty quickly, Barb. Is yeah, he what does. He's telling me. So honestly, he just needs that reassurance in the moment after it happens, and then he's good to go again. Okay. All right, one more question for Zip, and then that's, we'll be done with him. Okay. I, because I haven't owned him for very long, I would like to know, you know, what are his likes and dislikes? What would be his favorite thing? Um, you know, a quick touch on that. Okay, absolutely. So what are some of your likes for this person who's still somewhat new to you? Um, he loves to be brushed, but you already know that, especially uh, around the left and right side of the neck, the base of the mm-hmm. neck. Um, he loves it when you actually take your fingers and you, he calls it cleaning out his mane, but I get what you're really doing is untangling 
his lower part Brushing. of the mane that's in front of the withers um, with your fingertips. He likes, he prefers that over a brush, quite honestly. He does like a soft brush upon his butt <laughs> on the left and right side. Okay, other preferences. You know, he doesn't care for it too much when a person, and people do this all the time, and they stand too close to his head. Um, mm-hmm. He feels a little bit like you're in my space, but he's such a nice guy that he's not going to back up or push into you. It's like he tolerates this, what he calls rudeness, that people do. And okay. you standing at his shoulder is fine. You standing at the base of the neck is fine. But the moment you, and you see people doing this in pictures all the time, they stand in front of the horse or right up next to the horse and they'll kiss the horse. Some horses love that. Barb, he's not too into it, not keen okay. on it. But he won't shy away because he's, he's a really nice guy. He's, he's patient. As far as what else, okay. he does not like his tail pulled. Um, this is like somebody trying to get untangle a knot with their fingers. Again, he's very tolerant and very patient, but this is very uncomfortable. Um, he'd rather you actually take scissors and snip out a bad snarl than work on it. He says, okay. my fur, my hair will grow back in my tail. <laughs> okay. Um, he does not like dried mud on his lower legs. This would be the cannon bone. Mm-hmm. Um, it pulls the little hairs there. So taking a soft brush and helping him keep, keep clean there, especially in the muddy hours, in other words, when the season is muddy, is something he would prefer that you help him out with. Does not like the feeling of wet, squishy mud underneath uh, the bottoms of his hooves where the frogs are. They get impacted there, and he he says, I can't shake them loose. Like a human can knock their sneaker with mud on the bottom against a rock and knock it off. He can't do that himself. He needs help. He tells me he's very good about having his feet picked out. Mm -hmm. Um, Other things you like, he likes apples. You know, he loves shoulder rubs. You just going out and petting him, standing beside his shoulder, mm-hmm. yeah, he just loves that. That's appreciative. Um, he loves it when you talk to him about your, what you're doing with him that day before you actually walk him out of the pasture and just go and do it. Some people don't inform horses, he says, about what they're about to do. You know, we're going to go for a ride or get on the trail or whatever it is. He likes to be informed verbally before you actually do it with him. Okay. Knowledge is power. Everybody likes to be informed of what they're doing before they do it. Mm-hmm. Um, he thinks that the equipment. Do you ride Western? Showing me a heavy saddle. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Which is different than the little girl in the English saddle photo that I. Yeah, yeah. He's telling telling me that the saddle's too heavy. Okay, so let me see. Does it actually fit your body though? When you you haven't had it on him very much is what he tells me. But um, no. he's used to an English saddle. When I ask. Okay, well, does it does the Western hurt your body or cause any friction or anything we need to know about, or is it just heavy because it's different and new, newish to you? He says it's because it's newish to me. Um, he does feel like he can't as easily gather underneath him with the hind. You know how horses use their hind limbs to gather, to round their mm-hmm. back and lift up? Yep. Um, it, he, it takes him a little bit of trial, although he's so such a good He's so educated. He knows his job. He knows what to do. He's a good ride, but it feels like he's had to kind of work a little extra hard to get underneath that large saddle. Um, Whatever you can do to lighten the saddle, I don't know if that's even possible. Barb, is the request. Well, we'll work on that one. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, Okay. All right. Um, I I don't want to cut him short, but I do have a, a couple of quick questions about the other two dogs that we Absolutely. have. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, Zip. 
Um, Thank all you, right, Zip. great. Who so next? Yukon. All right, you're big boy. Oh, Yukon, please. We're good. Yeah, we're just going to touch on him and the other one real quick because we're going to run out of time otherwise. We're at 15 minutes right now. So, okay. all right, so for Yukon, your first question? I want to know, and this is a general question, which I'm really not supposed to ask, um, is he having any difficulties with the way he's feeling or something that I'm not totally aware of, or is it just cabin fever or Okay, sure. How are you what? physically in your body? She wants to know if there's anything off or going wrong. He's not feeling like he's able to stretch his body. Is Okay, let's feel you in your house environment, home environment. Uh, the home actually feels quite spacious to him, so it doesn't feel cabin fever, mild. I would put it in the mild category. This dog okay. needs to stretch. Um, you know how you stretch a horse? I don't know if there are mm-hmm. stretches that you can do for one's dog, but it feels like he's feeling um, tightness in his body. This is not related to arthritic feelings. It's not It's not like joint issues. I don't sense that. I don't sense bone issues. I just sense like... My God, he says, my body needs to stretch. Now, he's a phenomenal stretcher, he tells me himself. When he lays down and drags himself forward or puts his front two legs out somehow, he's showing me this, he gives himself a nice armpit stretch. Um, He's not stretching, though, along his back. Let me just take a look. Can we see if there's any pain? Can I look at your skull and vertebrae? He says, that's fine. Why is there tightness here? There is tightness in his vertebrae. There's not pain, though. It's not pain. It is literally tightness. You know where the small of the back is on a human? Yes. Okay, so the the region that's and we're along the vertebrae, that's in front of the small of his back, the equivalent of his area. Um, so it's, it's kind of like, you know, there's some ribs, ladder ribs, closer towards the tail coming off this section. He's feeling very tight in there. Why are you tight in there, Yukon? Because I'm not stretching. And why aren't you stretching? Because I can't move my body. And why can't you move your body? Because I'm not outside enough. And why aren't you outside enough? He says, because the weather keeps my mom inside. And you're also being protective about your body, Barb, and you don't want to slip and fall. Right. Okay. So he gets all that. Um, what do you need to do to stretch? What What would you What would you need to do if we could, you know, wave a magic wand to do anything for you? He would want to play ball in a very large room that is enclosed and warm. Can this happen in the house? He says, Mom doesn't want to, want me running in the house. He thinks you think he's afraid. You're afraid he's going to slip and fall and mm-hmm. injure something. I don't know, Barb, if you, if you can take him to an indoor arena, if you even own one or have access to one where you can let him play and stretch his body. But that might be once nice. it get let him know once it warms up a little bit because it's like 12 degrees today. We okay. will get out and we will do more. I promise. I want to be outside too. Okay, good. So it's that one. I ask, is there anything else physically related to your organs, GI system that's making you go feel off? He says it has nothing to do with that. Okay. All He's right, not good. even sure how you can help him stretch. He needs to move well, his body. He's getting stagnant. Like a human, he's just living in a closet versus in a yep. large space where they can move. He's like a horse. You know how wild horses roam in, you know, for miles yep. every day, and that is so natural and so serving of their bodies? He needs to be like that. He's built like a horse. Okay. Well, yes, he is, and we will work on that. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Yukon. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. Anything else for him? Uh, no, I think that's okay for him. All right. Thank you, all right, so this little one, Ugg. Yes, little Uggs. Little Uggs. <laughs> Uggs, please. She's such a happy girl. 
Oh, what a sweetie. Um, she's got much more, well, she, okay, in the house, Yukon is much more self-controlled. It feels like Uggs is a very sweet girl, but she's got a lot of energy inside of her body. And she says, I want to run too, so take us both. <laughs> okay, right, that's not a problem. Um, I did one real quick question for her, and then I have another question about the other horse. Um, is there anything that we can help her with as far as the stress when a new man or new people come in the house? She's very intimidated by certain men, others she's fine with. I, I feel that she had something happen to her in her younger puppyhood when we didn't have her because she was adopted. A man took me away once, is the scenario. Um, and she says, I got robbed from my home. The man took me away. Uh, it feels like the man was an acquaintance. Uh, it doesn't feel like he was part of the family. It feels like she was given up by her home, put into the shelter environment, but she's also correlating that whole sequence of events in a negative light and being associated with a man. I don't get a man hurt her, but a man sure scared her. Okay. Um, I don't sense abuse in her past. I do see she will cower when she's scared and nervous, but I get that's more part of the mm, submissive part of her aspect of her personality. I don't get it due to mistreatment. Um, she is a very sensitive soul, so to, oh, she had a man yell loudly in the house at her once for doing something inappropriate. feels like she piddled on the floor as a puppy or something along those lines, and she, he yelled at me and scared her. And that was traumatic because she's so hmm. sensitive. Um, is there something your person can do to help you when, yeah, strangers, men, visitors come into the house? Just ask that they don't look at me. She's fine if they don't look at her. So what you could do, Barb, is say to your, your gentleman guest, you know, I'm, she's in retraining mode. We're training her right now. So we're helping her to become more comfortable with the male gender. So at this phase right now, we're asking that all, you know, male guests pretend she's not even there. Because what that does is, Barb, that takes the eye pressure off of her, and she knows that you're telling them this, which means you're advocating for her, which means she can relax a bit more and more pay attention to what she needs to do to relax in or, instead of worrying about, well, what are they going to do? I see her milling about and being like, well, where, where are they going to sit? What are they going to do? I see like she has a mm -hmm. tough time getting settled in in their presence. So mm -hmm. remove all possibility of touch, eye contact, etc. by telling, informing your guests of the training method you're using for her now. And that will give her time to change her own behavior and relax. Okay. And maybe later on you can introduce, you know, men to her in a new way after she's had some positive experiences with them. It's kind of like desensitizing okay. her, if that makes sense. Right. Okay. All right. Very good. We will work on that. Okay. One quick question for Pete. Okay. Thank you all. Do we have time? We do. We're at 22 minutes because I start okay. time at when we officially, you know, start our recording, not when you and okay. I first get on the phone. All right, so Pete, please. Pete, Pete, Pete. He says he's a good horse. You need to keep him. He's referring to Zip. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right, good. your first question. Go ahead. I just um, want him to know that we miss him terribly. He says, I was a good performer. I was great. I took you high to high places. I understand you miss me. Okay. And how is he doing now in his afterlife? He shows me himself munching grass. What does this represent, please? I'm taking it easy here. He says, I've got full relaxation. I'm able to roll. 
he says, and get a good dirt bath. In other words, he's taking care of his body. And, uh, you know, they are, of course, you know, do they really have dirt on the other side? Probably not, or at least I don't know, Barbara. But at least yeah, I don't either. <laughs> he's trying to get across the idea that he's very comfortable in his body. He's feeling very content in the spirit form. Um, there's no issues with his stomach. He's not hurting there in his stomach. I have freedom to stretch and move. And I'm really relaxing. He's like in vacation mode on the other side. Has he, um, I don't even know if this is a question that can be answered, <laughs> has he seen any of the family that has passed? Yeah, and are you referring to humans or animals? Humans. Okay, have you seen any of the past humans? He's showing me, uh, he gives me the word father and grandfather. Um, let me just see, are you saying both or are you saying one and I'm misunderstanding? Are you saying father? He says yes. Are you saying grandfather? No. Okay, I'm sorry, so father. He's seeing somebody who he's referring to as father, your father, not his father. This is a human. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just shows me that this male, human male, stroking him along the back of the neck, back of the mane. And he says, I'm getting a lot of TLC and care from somebody that you've asked to watch over me. It's happening. Mm. He says, I also watch over humans because I always looked out for humans anyway. I was one of those kinds of horses. Yeah, he was a good soul. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I I just hope he's comfortable, as he says he is. And we, we're sorry that uh, his death had to be the way it was, but... Yeah, um, he just tells me there was a bit of unexpectedness in it. Um, oh, he says a decision had to be made. He has an understanding of why you made that choice that you did. And he's totally, well, he's got total ease and peace regarding it. Um, Can he say what was hurting on him so terribly in the last? Yeah, so physically he shows me tightness in the small intestine, like a squeezing. Okay, tell me more. He's also showing me a front limb, a front cannon bone, and I'm being pulled down towards the, the ankle, front ankle as well. Some discomfort there in one of the front limbs. Okay, anything else? He feels like a lot of it was diet-related. Oh, and his teeth. Um, not sure how often you you take care of your horse. He, Jay, he had just had a tooth pulled, and that's okay. when everything turned bad. Okay, let's look at that. Was Truth Pete, was there something about that? The tooth pulling itself, no, but his mouth was a mess. Oh, thank you. And it feels like there were some long teeth that were not addressed even at the same time of, the, of that tooth being pulled. So this related in part to something related to the mouth. What is that something? Tell me more, Pete. He says, well, the mouth, he says, affects a horse's carriage of their head and how they hold their body, and I wasn't getting enough nutrition. And what I was what? trying to <laughs> eat, he says what oh I was goodness. trying to eat was moving through my body and getting stuck as if it was moving slow through his intestines in a slow way versus a fast way. So it feels like his small intestine was um, the peristalsis movement was slow versus normal or fast hmm. speed. That's very odd. It's not that he's telling me colic. He's not telling me colic, but this was related to the GI system and the mouth. It feels like the issue with the front limb was, you know, secondary, was not related to the GI system. So. Yeah, I think um, because the the stomach issues after the surgery was what no one could figure out. Mm. And he couldn't stay. I slept in the barn with him 
and watched him up and down, up and down. He could not get comfortable. And I had the vet out several times, and they just couldn't figure out what was wrong. Yeah, well, he just shows me a lot of, um, again, a lot of food, stool, stuck in the small intestine, moving extremely slowly. Yes, kind of like an impaction. I mean, I see it move, moving versus, you know, like a rock and not moving at all, but it was super slow. And he says it's like he wished he could try to kick his gut to try to get things to move more quickly. What feels like, um, I mean, hindsight's always twenty twenty, but moving, right. walking him feels like it would uh, have helped move that stuff through. But he's also showing me that this didn't. This wasn't like a, a one-day event. This dragged out some, maybe two and a half days or so. Yeah, a long, longer than that, but yes. Yeah. He's doing oh, fine. Oh, boy. Though. As long he's as he's fine. doing fine, we miss him and we love him. He smooches you. I love you. Too. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. Good. We've got two more minutes. Any other questions for anybody? Um, oh, jeez. Uh, uh, go back to Zip if you can for real quick. Absolutely. Go ahead. Ask him if he wouldn't mind going trail riding in the woods and or in open fields. Okay, sure. So how about that show, riding in the woods with your person? He says, alone, I can do it. Okay. How about trail riding in the, uh, I think you said pasture, right? Like big open fields. Big open field. Okay, I show him that. How about, interesting, a little bit more spooky in the open field, in part because if the grass is long and tall, there's a feeling like the wind, wind, he's wind sensitive as well. Wind can spook him. Um, so wind moving the fronds of the tall grasses, not a nice okay. combination for this particular guy. Um, and not only that, he can't see what's in the grass. Uh, I get he would do it for you if you asked it of him, and I get for the most part he would be fine. He would move out for you. He would not, you know, be like barn sour and stick close to the barn. Um, however, his comfort zone, oh, and he doesn't have much experience, it feels like, being ridden in the woods. But he says that he would... He would do this for you, and it feels like that would be more of a comfortable scenario because he can mm-hmm. see between the trees. He can see easier. Mm-hmm. Oh, keep in mind, this is a good point he's making. Since this horse has a bit of a tiny compromised vision, something issue going on with that, you know, one of those eyes, you need to always keep in mind that he feels safest in an area where he can see around him. Okay. Okay, so yeah. all the way around, basically. Yes, exactly. Okay. I shall keep it in mind. Well, thank you. (laughs) Thank you very much. You are welcome. I will send you a link to our recording in 24 hours or less, Barb, so just check your email for that. Okay, great. Thank you, Danielle. Absolutely. You take care. You too. Thank you. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.